Are you looking for a podcast to leave you charmed? Then you must be thinking of another podcast. Well, hello, Kelsey. Hello, Robert. Welcome, listeners, to what will be the second most timely thing we've ever done. Number yeah, one be a quick being on this, bud. International Podcast Day. We actually did that, like, just the day of. That was so good. We were kind on, of. We were on it. So, special, special show. We're doing a Halloween episode. Are you guys surprised to see us in your feed? Did you like, expect us here today? What? It's a spoopy day. What's going it's on? Thursday. I'm going to go ahead and introduce my good friend, special guest, Mary. Hello. Hello, Mary. Hey, Mary. Hello. How are you? I'm good. What brings you to this podcast today? Um, I got dragged here. Oh. Got dragged here? Oh, man. <laughs> that sounds violent. Well, I mean, that kind of suits the season. It does. I guess. Drag so, me to podcast. <laughs> oh, man. against my will. I would see that movie. I would, too. You've seen Drag Me to Hell, right? Uh, I'm going to say no. It's really oh, good. Man. Oh, it's so good. I think I've heard of it. Is that the one? It's not the one where they're in the elevator, right? No. No, I think the one's literally called Elevator. Oh. <laughs> but that one's called Devil, by the way. Oh. oh. No, Elevator was the, the real life. Like, oh, the game show. Yeah, where they all yes. went out there and had to escape. <gasps> oh, oh my yeah. god, that was such a good. That game was a show. good show. That was a really good show. Me and Taylor binged it for oh, like a Oh man, full day. I remember that. It was so Guys, good. We are so far off topic already. <laughs> <laughs> but are we though? Not really. You're, you're right. You're right. So, for Halloween, we figured what more of a special treat than to bring you a true, honest. Which? Yes. Is that what I would call you? Yes. Why is there a okay. question mark at the end of that? A true and honest witch? Like... I think it's because the terminology can be kind of... I mean, so, yeah, a witch can be seen as kind of a bad term, in a way. Yeah. But that's the stereotype you're here to alleviate for us, aren't you? Yeah. Well, as much as I can. Like, my version of a witch is going to be different from other people's versions of a witch. Like, there's not any you know, true standard to it. I can just kind of tell you what I know and I've been raised to know as opposed to the vast majority of other people. Which probably only know what's in movies. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I mean, this pretty much what I know until I met you, yeah. so. So let's hear it from the witch's mouth. What do you, what defines modern witches, modern witchcraft, that kind of stuff? Uh, I think, like, the really, like, simplified answer for that is anyone that practices magic. And not just, like, in a, like, a fake story kind of way. Like, someone that genuinely practices magic. They know that they have the ability to perform it. They see results from it. You know, anybody that can perform spells or enchantments would... And not even just that, but... Anybody that betters themselves with, you know, nature, spirituality, that would be considered a witch. Okay. It's it's just kind of like a bucket term for anyone that practices magic. Yeah. All right. So what kind of magic are you into? Um, I do a lot of different things. I'm 
fall into the term, like two separate categories. I fall into one category that's an eclectic witch. And eclectic witches are basically, they're not self-taught, but they do practice on their own, kind of make their own rules. They learn their own spells. They renegade witch. A what? A renegade witch. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, we're, we're off on our own, doing our own yeah. thing. and Rebels. And that's like, okay, because we teach ourselves our own magic, as opposed to having, like, a coven, like a lot of witches normally do. Yeah. And then, are covens still, like, a thing? They are, um, very much so. And the, the witchy community, it just, you have to know what to look for to find them. But they're, they're definitely still around. My mom actually knows a couple of different covens, but she's more of a solitary witch as well. Oh, cool. I didn't know, like, witches was, like, a family thing. So are your powers, like, inherited or taught or? Um, a little bit of both. I think mine started out because I'm very, which brings me to my second category that I would fall in as a witch is a hedge witch. Um, so I'm very connected to, like, the spiritual realm, the paranormal. Mm. And growing up, that was always pretty genetic in our family and I think that's how my mom got started into witchcraft and so whenever I started coming onto my own mom kind of like showed me here's what I know here's what I do yeah and it was kind of a, a learned trait by just my small immediate family so it's not like here's like a standard set of stuff to know it's like well here's what I know and you kind of build it like as like the family line kind of goes yeah pretty much thing. Because even mom now is like, she's meeting up with these other covens and learning from them. And then she brings it back and teaches it to us. So it is, you know, a learned pass down from family to family. Yeah. So I actually was telling someone at work about it and they wanted to know, so your mom does it. Mm -hmm. Did your grandma do it? Like, where did it start, let's say, in your family line? Um, that I, I really wouldn't be able to tell you where it started. I know of my just mom. Okay. Um, and I know she's learned things from other people, but definitely not my grandmother because my grandmother is very Christian religious. And so the okay. whole idea to her is like heathen. Yeah. Mm. So on the topic of like religion, so witchcraft in itself, would you consider it a religion or is it like a subset of wiccanism or paganism or am i totally off the ball here um so witchcraft isn't a religion but it does have branches that are so wicca is its own religion and wicca is like it's, it's considered a pagan religion and all that means is that people that are a part of the wicca religion worship multiple deities the word okay. pagan came from some of the first Christians that created this bucket term for anybody that worshipped multiple deities. So even the ancient Egyptians would have been considered pagan. Yeah. And Wicca is because they worship the multiple deities. It is a form of witchcraft that is a religion, whereas most witchcraft is not. I'm learning so much here, honestly. <laughs> I'm just like sitting here, eyes wide open, like I'm in school. Teach me. Well, I'm I mean, so excited. Well, I mean, like we'd said, pretty much all that, all that I would think that the majority of people would know is like, oh yeah, I watched Hocus Pocus as a kid. That's what a witch is. They yeah, have, they I know. have a spell book. They do this. They do that. Like, I mean, yeah, that's kind of right. I do have a spell book. 
Yeah. But, like, I think a lot of people think that, oh, you're pagan, you're a witch. Or, oh, you're Wicca, you're a witch. Or, oh, you're a witch, you must be Wicca. And they don't go, like, hand in hand at all. Because they're all their own individual thing. Yeah. So it's kind of like saying, like, Christianity, but then there's, like... Catholic. There's, like, there's like Baptist, there's Catholic, and... there's Methodist. There's all these different things. And while you are technically in, like, this giant overarching term you're not really related to any of the rest because they have their own thing that they focus on or pertain to yeah i mean that would be a good way of explaining it minus the religion portion well yeah (laughs) (laughs) so you said that you have a spell book Mm -hmm. so is that because you said it's like a family thing Mm -hmm. so is it one that like you made on your own yes and no okay so I have all of my spells that I've learned myself, kind of like through trial and error. And then I also have things that my mom, based on trial and error, has been like, oh, this works, you know, use yeah. this. And by spells, it's not just like enchantments or It's not just like, like say some words and then boom, a thing happens. Yeah, it, it's like um, use, and it's a lot of like natural things, oils, herbs, we're very much earthy. And so my mom will be like, oh, use this combination of like a potion almost use this combination for yeah whatever it is you're dealing with here and stuff like that i do have like actual like incantations and stuff but all of those are more learned on my own so it was what was the first term that you used which one uh for the for the type of witch that you are okay so that was that you do stuff on your own so does that mean that you can sometimes like create your own spell in a way as you find something that works yeah absolutely kind of thing yeah it's all about like knowing um well like the basics of everything and how nature works in general how your magic works and then combining them to find things that work for you okay so it's like you have one ingredient that does one thing and the second ingredient that does another thing but when you put them together they do those two things together or they do something new you just kind of have to learn as you go yeah like a spell book's just a uh uh, a witch cookbook basically yeah Ah. everybody has their own recipes but you tweak it and figure out how your taste buds like it best yeah because you had said that like you see what works for you Mm -hmm. so you have a spell or something in your book Mm -hmm. you show it to somebody that you're close to and it won't work for them just because it doesn't seem to work for them. Yeah. Okay. It's, okay. It's, it's not necessarily like, it, it's definitely not a one size fits all. Yeah. Cause in like, I guess modern media, which it's, if I say these words, this is what happens. Period. Yeah. Like that's the way this works, but that is not all the, the real different thing. ingredients. Oh no. And yeah. one solution comes out of it. Oh no. Yeah. I don't think I've ever, like, been able to grab somebody else's spell and it actually work for me or do anything. I always have to tweak it or refine it to make it work for me. I can never go just based off of, here, take this and go. It's yeah. just not how it really works. So okay. what would be one that you use the most for yourself? I like to sacrifice things so I can find things that have been stolen from me. Okay. That is the Are one. Are you sacrificing like little animals or like? <laughs> so I'll sacrifice like knickknacks and stuff. Like okay. if I'm searching for something, I'll find something of equal or lesser value that I just don't want. And Dude, the law that. of equivalent exchange is real. Exactly. Okay. You take that and you <laughs> sacrifice that to get what you want back. 
Okay. I lost my dog. I'm going to fucking chuck my car keys into the sea and have my dog come back to me. I mean, (laughs) when it comes to life, though, and this is where it can get kind of, like, dark and creepy, but I've always found, and, like, again, I go back to what I say doesn't relate to all witches, but I've always found that when it comes to life, it's very much an eye for an eye. So I kind of stay away from anything that affects, like, other people because you, you know, if you want to... It, like, if you're looking for your dog, you would have to sacrifice a dog, basically. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, but then again, like, how do you know the true value of this dog versus any other dog? Exactly. Like, there's like, a whole lot of unknown. Because I was talking with someone once, and they were asking me kind of similar questions. They are like, if my dog passed away, you know, would you be able to bring it back? Just like hypothetical. Oh. And I'm like, honestly, if I believe that that was something I could do, you wouldn't want me to. Because you would have to sacrifice something living that you loved as much as you loved that dog. Yeah. And so... We don't condone violence against animals on this podcast. So both of you don't (laughs) fucking watch these movies. (laughs) But that's exactly what happens in the Marvel movies to get the fucking Infinity Stone, man. What? They sacrifice dogs? No, you have oh. to sacrifice something that, like, you truly love to get it because it's the ultimate loss, right? Yeah. Is that why Tony Stark is dead? No. Uh, that's when Thanos uh, kills his daughter. Because oh, she's, Jesus. Because cause she laughs at him. She's like, ha, that's so funny. You can't ever get it because you don't love anything. Magora or whatever her name is. <laughs> Gamora, yeah. Oh. Magora. That <laughs> name sounds like straight out of Mortal Kombat. That sounds awesome. I was close. Yeah. <laughs> I just switched some letters around. But so... Like, it's this thing of, like, such infinite power, and I guess in that, like, love is so powerful, how can you equate how much you love something? And she didn't even know that he actually loved her, and he throws her off the fucking cliff, and he gets this rock in exchange, and it hurts so bad for him, but he gets the thing. Like, you can't know what equals that. Yeah, I didn't know Magora died. Yeah, dude. But she's back, it's fine. It's fine. You don't even watch those. I read about them. Robert can relate um, anything back to the Marvel Universe, I swear to God. I sure can, man. It's like, I can find the song for anything. It's yeah, exactly I know. how you can do the Marvel thing. Well, so this is reminding me more of, I don't think either of you have watched this one. It's an anime called Full Metal Alchemist. I haven't watched it, but I really want to, so don't do any major spoilers. I'm not, but have you watched I- it? I've seen like a couple of episodes here okay. and there. So the whole premise is that they use alchemy, so it's not... It's not really magic, because you can't just go, boom, I've made this. Everything that they do is the science of equivalent exchange. To get this, this must be put into it. So they, I mean, this is like three episodes in of like 60 shows. It's fine. You guys will live. <laughs> okay. I don't care about spoilers. I read everything. But um, the whole reason the show is happening is because their mom dies. And so they're like eight and six years old or whatever and they come up with the like true measurements of everything that makes a human being's body like 12 grams of salt all this of like calcium and they come up with all this stuff but there is no way to define the soul so they can never bring her back because they don't because they can't equate to that and the thing that they make is truly horrifying in what comes out because it's not equivalent to what they had at all Okay. You know? And so that's what I imagine why you wouldn't want to mess with that stuff. Because how do you know what equals, let's say, a soul? Yeah. Or anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. Right. 
Yeah. I mean, I always, in my head, envision it as, oh, if you lost one kid to, like, a death and you wanted to bring them back, you would have to kill the other kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That sounds like a no-sleep story. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, you could just find the pet cemetery and then, boom. I was just thinking, it kind of reminds me of pet cemetery. <laughs> Minus the sacrificing people. <laughs> <laughs> so back on spells, um, you said that you do a lot of, like, homebrew stuff, a lot of, like, new things and trial and error. Mm-hmm. Has a spell ever dramatically backfired on you no um good uh i feel like they can you (laughs) i worry (laughs) they can they can only ever be successful or just not work at all has been my experience okay okay you you either fully believe that it's going to be successful and put your 100 percent heart and soul or you're just sitting there looking at some and going like well this isn't happening yeah you're just looking at some so, candles okay. burning or oils <laughs> yeah. burning. Yeah. So it sounds like a lot of just intention setting, you know, like you have to have the right mindset going into it and be like, I want this to succeed. I'm going to do everything in my power to make it succeed. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's a lot of your personal mindset and belief and not just what you're doing, but the belief in yourself that you can make it work. Yeah. Because like anybody that doesn't, you know, believe in magic or the spiritual realm, like goes into something like this, they're not going to get any results because they're looking for it to prove to themselves that it exists as opposed to already knowing that it exists. It's kind of like hypnotism. They say like, if you go in skeptical, (laughs) you're not allowing yourself to actually be drawn into it. Yeah. Right. Like, I feel like... I would be that person that's like, I'm waiting for it to happen. Like, I probably don't know, like, in a hypnotism sense, that I could give myself to it that way. Yeah. So, it's kind of like, it's a real trust thing. So, it's really, you really gotta, like, put yourself into it and be, like, honest and truthful with the stuff you're doing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's just, you're not gonna see any results if you don't. Yeah. So, there's, like, and there's no, like, bad thing about that, because if you don't get results it's not doing anything major to your life unless you know you're sacrificing children well yeah probably don't do that yeah we don't recommend it since it's so much of this like being aware of like your surroundings and you and all that stuff would you say that you are more susceptible to like spirits and such you like like you're more just aware of the world even in a sense of the stuff that we can't see Yeah, so even before, like, witchcraft was a part of my life, I was... Oh, oh, we cracking it, huh? Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, cracking open this potion here. Okay, hang on. Oh, ouch, that hurt. Yours backfired. (laughs) I didn't believe. (laughs) So, even before... Even before witchcraft was, like, a part of my life, it... The spiritual, paranormal world was always there. I feel like that's how it all kind of started for me. Because okay. I would, you know, see things, hear things that weren't there, <laughs> see people that weren't there. And I was like, you know, as a young kid, what's going on? Why is this happening? How do I control this? And that's where I kind of migrated into the witchcraft. Yeah. So someone asked me a weird question at work that I don't think I wrote down for Mm -hmm. you guys, but they kind of took it into a nature versus nurture aspect Mm -hmm. because they were like, okay, so she does this, but is it because she was raised with it? So it's like, that's what she knows. But it sounds like you literally fell into it because you already had this awareness. Yeah, I already saw this stuff. Came into it on my own. And regardless of whether or not my mother practiced, like she always kept it hidden from us. 
because my mother uses like different tools than what I use. Yeah. And so she would always keep those hidden away because she knows the consequences of other people getting into her stuff. And so it was never anything very open or public about her. And she yeah. didn't start introducing us until we actually came to her with our own issues. Like, like questions and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I'm seeing people. Why am I seeing people? <laughs> well, it's time. Pretty much. Okay. And then, and, and and it then she busts out the spell book. And then it wasn't always like a, this is what you have to do. It was, here, you can try these things if you want to. Yeah. As opposed to, you know... I equate it to someone forcing religion upon their child and forcing them to go to church. Which is kind of what the person was asking that for. Because, you know, there's some people, their parents are super religious, and no matter how much your parents have taken you, it's like, I just don't, I don't feel that way about it like you do. Yeah. So I think that was kind of the background to their question. Yeah, and it wasn't like that at all. It wasn't, like, forced or anything. It was just a solely, uh, I basically brought it onto myself. I just had someone there to guide me. She wasn't, like, slapping it with a witch stick, being like, do your lessons. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Go sweep the energies away. <laughs> so, all right, so Wicca. Yes. Is that strictly for girls? What? No. Like, like, like <laughs> covens and all that stuff, you always hear, like, it's always girls. Yeah, girls are what a... is, like, mostly tied to that stereotypically. That's just, like, a, a really big misunderstanding. It's any gender or even any non-gender. Yeah. Like, witchcraft in Wicca is non-binary. <laughs> and it's not just it does not person. discriminate. But I feel like, and this is where kind of, like, the science part of me comes into play. Women have always had a more prevalent history of being easily swayed to believe things than men. And so I don't think it's uncommon for women to believe in it more than men. I can see that. And so I think you see more females just because we open ourselves up to actually believe in it. Yeah, you guys are much more attuned to accepting something than the guys are. Oh, yeah. We're pretty just like... We're open-minded. I can't kill it! So no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, give me proof or it doesn't exist. Yeah. Y'all be burning us at the stake and shit. Can't trust you with all that. Have you ever been to Salem, Mary? No. Yeah. I've been to, I think I've been to Boston, Massachusetts. I don't know if I've ever been to Salem. Yeah. I recommend it just because, like, they have so much of the history there, and they tell it really straightforward. Like, yeah, uh, humanity fucked up, and they killed a bunch of people who were just, you know, being people. <laughs> I think it's, they uh, would also, like, in my head, I feel like they, you know, try to profit off of the idea of the witch. Yeah. yeah, as opposed to treating it more as like a historical thing. That's just the way Yeah, I've always felt about it. There's a lot of tourism there, but there's like also just like a lot of just strict history saying like, yeah, like we killed a whole bunch of people and it was probably just a big case of mass hysteria and we should feel bad about it as humans. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, whenever you kill a whole bunch of people, regardless of the reason, <laughs> yeah. you feel yeah. bad it's about bad. it. It's a bad look. Like... I know, so you brought up, like, people profiting on it. I know that you've, you've, you've come over before having just been to Barnes and Noble and seen, like, <laughs> like, which books out there. What, what do you have to say to these people that it write books like that? It makes me so mad. Like, I just really see people profit off of this because, again, I go back to the, it's, there's no right way for 
one person to do things. It's all very much, you know, finding it, your, well, not finding it yourself, but finding how it works best for you, yourself. Yeah. And I just... I, and there's people doing, like, the one, two, three, you're a witch now books. Yeah. And <laughs> just saying, there you go. I'm like, that's... You have graduated. It just... first witchcraft. It, it's like an insult to all of the people that put, like, actual hard work into yeah. atoning their craft and spent years studying and learning and finding it on their own and finding the covens and finding people to help them through it that now we're just like... Oh, here's a book. Yeah. Let me profit off of you people that don't know anything because you want an easy fix to this. Yeah. Because it's it's not an easy thing to just do. But people that don't know anything want to just write up books or profit off of everybody else's ignorance. And it makes me angry. Yeah. I could go on about that for a very long time. I know you could. Because <laughs> I remember that day when you came over. It makes me so angry. I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this next part. So seeing merchandising that's geared toward witchcraft and stuff is that the same as seeing witchcraft portrayed in movies like the craft hocus pocus harry potter even what what are your thoughts on pop culture representation of witches so i actually don't watch a whole lot of like witch movies i've i've of course seen all of the harry potters and like i've seen the craft and hocus pocus but in general i don't really watch movies that much yeah and I always like I don't think there is one movie out there or one TV show out there that could properly represent them because everything is always going to be so much more dramatized for television. Yeah, it's always going right. to be you know like big blinding lights, explosions, things floating around, people changing their hair color, and I'm like, if I could <laughs> change my hair color with magic, We're just going bloop, it would make my life so much easier. <laughs> like that's right. not how this works. <laughs> Yeah, so I just got to see both of you together, and you guys have this whole, like, sleeping beauty thing going on right now. Mary's pink, you're blue, like... Oh, yeah. It's a whole thing going on right now. It takes me eight hours in a beauty chair to look this good. Oh, mine's strictly just getting dye and slopping it on my head. (laughs) It takes, like, ten minutes. In the way that, like, pop culture represents the witch or anything like that, is there something from it that's not true you wish it were true that like you could do like do you wish you could just be like a wand and go bloop now that's a thing yes i wish i could change my hair by just like doing the hand motion like they do in the craft because i don't know if you've seen the craft but all these bitches do is like grab their hair and flip it back and then all of a sudden they're blonde whoosh suddenly (laughs) platinum blonde i'm like that would make my life so much easier it would be so much better on my hair i wouldn't be like frying it to death anymore Right, and can then, I do my eyebrows too? Right? And then I really want <laughs> telekinesis. Okay. Because I'm lazy, and I really just want things to just come to me <laughs> instead of getting up to get them. Wingardium Leviosa. That would make things so much easier. So, I don't know about you, Kelsey, but I thought about this, and I know mine. Of what kind of a spell you would wish you had that was it's real? Not even a spell, just like a thing that you see like witches do, but they don't really do. Okay. I would ride on the broom, man. Just being able to pick up any, <laughs> anything and just, like, go. We've never disproven that witches ride on brooms. But so do you're you sa- do it? So you're saying things that we don't do. <laughs> but do you do it? It's actually, um, the broom riding is actually a metaphor. It became, like, literal, but it was actually a term for head witches. That okay. They, they rode the barrier between... 
the yeah. real world and the paranormal world. Oh. But so, but so you just said it was a metaphor, so they don't really ride. Brooms. Not literally. Okay, I want to literally pick up a broom. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I literally want to just be able to pick up something and go. Oh, off to work and go. <laughs> that would be awesome. Like, like that's mine. Yeah. Or you know, you could just teleport. Yeah, teleportation. That would be fucking cool. Yeah. See, that'd uh, be easier than just picking up a broom because I. Like, wouldn't have to go there in the rain. Yeah. Yeah, and then you'd, like, hit a bird on your way in. Yeah. No, thank you. Wings to the face. Um, I would want transmogrification. I want to be a kitty cat. <laughs> That's all I want out of life. I can just only imagine how much that would actually hurt in real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, transforming into an animal. I mean, if you do it enough times, you get used to the pain. Well, I mean... We'll see. I almost brought up a Marvel thing again. Of course. I, I went to, um, oh shit, what was that show called? It was this one, it was on Netflix, it was really good, it had Bill Skarsgård in it, and he played a vampire, and then his friend was a werewolf. Oh, dude, I know Twilight. the one you're, no. no. <laughs> I know the one you're talking about. And the Ouroboros was, was like a big thing in it. Dude, I know the, the one. The Ouroboros was like the logo, I think. I know the Let's one Google you're talking about. Thing. But yeah, so. Hemlock Grove. Yeah. I knew it started with an H. So, like, in Hemlock Grove, they do, like, this one scene where the guy's turning into a werewolf, and it's, like, his skin's falling off, and his face yeah. is, like, popping Ugh. out, and that's the only way I can imagine that, like, actually turning into yeah. an animal would be. And then yeah. he comments that it never gets easier. <laughs> well, sad. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you a story, Kelsey, about um, me going with Mary to Carvana. Okay. Carvana. So... Mary had to get a new car. Uh, something had happened to her old car, so she was like, hey, can you take me to Carvana? I gotta get my new one. And so as we're driving there, I was like, dude, I did not know Carvana sold brooms. Like, how much did you get this broom for? <laughs> and she was like, it's not a broom. And I was like, you can say that all you want, but when it comes down and it's propped up... <laughs> I was so sure you were going to get a broom. It was not a broom. Well, I hoped it was a broom. <laughs> the brand new Firebolt. What was the other one that he had? The Nimbus 2000. Yeah, that's what I would get. There you yeah. go. That's, that was like the, that's first the cooler one. name one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing that's in pop culture are like familiars. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have familiars? Um, I've never been versed on the familiar lore or whatever um i do have you know a spirit guide a spirit animal and so in my head that kind of translates to the same thing okay i think in probably pop culture they're like all right well that's like that's like a spiritual thing but we have to give it something that people can see like for the screen so it's probably the same idea yeah it's just you don't like actually go get a cat and go yep you do my bidding yeah, like, the familiars are supposed to be, like, your eyes and ears, and so I've always associated them to, like, what your spirit animal would be. Okay. Because Shelby, my roommate and best friend, she, you know, made a comment that her familiar would be her dog, Howie. Mm. And I was like, well, you know, you, you wouldn't want your familiar to be something that you love, because it kind of has to be replaceable. Yeah. Because it would need to be with you your entire life. So, I feel like doing the spirit animal would be, it would just make more sense to me yeah. if that's the way it was. Can I ask what your spirit animal is? It is a wasp. Really? Yeah. Like a bee drill? No, like 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 a wasp. <laughs> yeah. Not a Pokemon, like an actual. All right. 
like yellow jacket. Have you stung wasp. by a wasp? I have not. Um, I have had them land on me more times than I can count. I've had them fly up my pant legs. I've had them Ugh. on my jackets. They no. are her spirit animal. They are not going to harm her. I have <laughs> never been stung by a wasp. Me neither, so okay. that's good. All right, so on the topic of uh, pop culture, which is, again, uh, what's the most offensive, wildly inaccurate movie about witches or TV show that makes you, like, mad every time people cite it in the way of witches? I mean, they're all wildly inaccurate. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I uh, I don't think there's one that like particularly sets me off that's like oh this is so stupid but I just think like as a whole they're all way dramatized yeah. and it's dramatized to the point where people become like they have this disbelief that witches actually are real because they're like oh you can't do magic like that witchcraft can't be a real thing yeah and they get that kind of mindset from it as opposed to the way we actually do it. Yeah. And there's just no representation of a real witch anywhere because it's not dramatic enough. Yeah, right? like, it's always either they're evil, they're mm-hmm. trying to do something bad, or just something bad always happens. Like, it's always... It's always something... Something's going wrong. Yeah. I think any of them, like... And I'm a diehard Harry Potter fan, but I think any of them that use wands are kind of ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> The fact that they have to hold a stick yeah. to be able to access any powers. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a magic stick. I'm like, I've never known. Like, and you have things that, like, have magic itself. But I've never known of, like, an actual real witch to be like, this is my wand. It's how I do all of my magic. Yeah. It's just, it's kind of ridiculous. Well, I just think it's ridiculous because a wand can break, which happens in Harry Potter. Yeah, multiple times. Like, to multiple people. It's like, why would you put all of your magical basis in something that can just be snapped in half. Yeah. Just well, one fragile stick. I mean, yeah. In Harry Potter's defense, they didn't put all of their magic in it. It was used as a channeling well, device yeah. to focus their magic, which makes sense, but it's still not something we do. Yeah. I wish that wands were like able to be used as different objects. Like, instead of having a wand, you could have like, a little stuffed teddy bear that you just focus all your thoughts through. <laughs> you like, hold out the bear. Hagrid has his yeah. um, has his umbrella. So yeah, yeah. magical and umbrella. And then uh, Lucius had his cane. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so it has to be just like a a long thin. <laughs> have to have something <laughs> long and pointy to point the magic at. Like even Mary Poppins had her umbrella. Yeah, I would use like a stiletto heel, just like. Bah. <laughs> would you call Mary Poppins a witch? Though? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> So there is one good representation of the witch. It's just inaccurate as shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, they're, they're all inaccurate. But yeah. There's not, like, a, like, one that just really makes me angry or one that I would say is really good. Yeah. They all suck. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, to me, one of the ones that seems to be, like, real big for pop culture ones is that they all worship the devil. No, absolutely yeah. not. Because, like, so, like, Sabrina, the new show on yeah. Netflix, that's the big thing. And Hocus Pocus, like, they're like, Master! When they see the devil, like... <laughs> Satanic Panic is real, man. That's, like, yeah. a big misrepresentation of it. 100%, because that's not accurate. Satanism is actually its own separate religion that's not related to paganism, Wicca, or witchcraft at all. Yeah. Satanism is its complete own separate thing, and anybody that practices magic 
has nothing to do with it. it they're, yeah. they're not correlated. Yeah. Because in, like, actual Satanism religion, from what I've... Somewhat researched. Yeah. They don't really do, like, rituals and sacrifices and stuff like that. Yeah. They, they have, like, a Church of Satan, which is a lot like your regular old Church of Christ or whatever. Yeah. Christian church. And so they don't deep delve deep into, like, magic. Now, there are, you know, individuals that witchcraft and Satanism go hand in hand, but okay. those are isolated incidences. Yeah. Those are, I, I, I would say, ignorant people to witchcraft that think that this is the only way that they can get it done is by Satanism. Yeah. So it's not, like, uh, used at all, really, in witchcraft. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I figured. It's just, that's, that's pretty much what you get when you yeah. see it anywhere. It's always related to that. Yeah. For whatever reason. And, and that does bother me because then it pulls, you know, the Christian religion into it and they're separate. Like, you can have a witch that's not Christian. You can have a witch that is Christian. Like, they're two separate things. They're yeah. not correlated at all. Do you know any Christian witches? <laughs> I'm watching her. Her mind, she is going through the Rolodex of her brain right now. I mean, you know... I haven't talked to my mom about it in a in a long time, but both me and her were raised Christian, so... Oh, really? Yeah. Like, went to church and all that. I still go to, you know, a Church of Christ occasionally. Um, I went to a Baptist church a couple weeks ago. I, I wouldn't necessarily say I am a Christian, but I wouldn't say that I'm not a Christian. I like to learn all sorts of different religions. Yeah. Because I don't have a religion of my own. I think my mother would be a christian in her own way and her own beliefs no like i said her her mindset could have changed since the last time we talked about it because we don't talk about religion in my immediate family yeah but it's not like unheard of for a witch to be a christian yeah so we talked about the paranormal and experiences you've had there before you said that you've like seen people and stuff you ever experienced like a haunting or has some psychic visions or anything like that Oh, yeah. Um, ghosts come to me in my dreams all the time. They're constantly yelling at me. I have to tune them out. Like, it's really bad, especially around Halloween. So I stop, like... like, a fun time. Yeah, I, I don't get a whole lot of sleep. <laughs> um, I experience dreams, and a lot of the time these dreams are things that have just happened or things that will happen, and those happen all the time. Um, I'm constantly seeing people that aren't there. I'm constantly hearing things that aren't there. Um the first ever like real encounters that I had with them is we lived out in like East Texas way 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 away and we had this piano that was from like the early 1800s I think it was super old piano and it would just randomly play by itself (laughs) and I was the only one in the house that played piano Mm -hmm. so for it to be playing like actual music and it's like dude I'm over here yeah and so it would play by itself Um, I would see people in that house, like, I think everybody in the house saw these ghosts. Uh, My fan, my little standing fan would turn on and off by itself, even if it wasn't plugged in. Like, there's, I could go on and on. There's so much ridiculousness. Yeah. Shit, I just had a question. Oh, I was just going to say, well, I know that sometimes on Halloween, don't you do tarot card readings and stuff i do yeah i was actually offered a couple of tarot gigs this year but for the past couple years i haven't been doing them but yeah i used to get hired to do tarot readings at this bar that yeah i would 
frequent at. It was just little fun. I would only do it the one day of the year, though, just Halloween. Yeah. Did you charge for it, or were you like, nah, dude? It's uh, real, man. The The bar would pay me, because they hosted a Halloween party. Oh, so, okay. So they would pay me as, like, you know, this little gig. And then people would tip me. And so I was like, yay, free money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just sit here and read some cards. I got this. Did you ever make anybody cry? Uh, I made someone cry with happiness. That's good. Oh, that's good. Um, there was this one chick that came in one time, and I was sitting there, and I was just reading her cards, and... I didn't know anything about her or what she was going through, but I was basically telling her that there was going to be, like, a big change in her life. Someone very close to her was going to say something that she really wanted to hear. And, you know, it was just an overall good reading. And so she came back, she left, and she came back in with her boyfriend, and she was like, here, tell him this. Tell him everything you just told me. (laughs) Oh, my God. And she's sitting here, like, waving her finger, and this boyfriend's like, oh, my God, why am I sitting here doing this? And so I read him the cards, and I was like, this is what's going on. And this dude, like, stone cold, pulled a ring out of his pocket and was like, well, there you go. Why you got to ruin things? My God. (laughs) I was like, I'll take that tip now. (laughs) (laughs) Then she later told me she had been trying to get him to propose for, like, four months or something. Yeah. And she didn't expect it, and she was hoping that I would be the one to coerce him to doing it. Oh, my God. So she didn't expect him to already have the ring. That's so funny. It was pretty good. Oh, my God. I think about that a lot. It makes me laugh. So, I know that you've told me once that... Alright, so you said that you sacrifice things to get things back. Yeah. So... You had told me once that you had to sacrifice something to find your car keys that were missing. It was my passport. So you what? used your passport to get yeah. your keys back. No, you no, I was missing oh. my passport. Okay. Oh. It was nothing to do with the car keys. It was my missing passport because I needed, I was flying out of the country and I didn't have my license because it was expired so I couldn't use that. I wasn't flying out of the country. I was flying out of the state. Yeah. And so I needed my passport and it was like a week before we were supposed to leave. And I'm tearing the house apart. I'm going through everything in my room. I can't find this passport anywhere. Like, this house has been torn apart. So I just do, and I won't get into, like, the nitty-gritty yeah. details, but I have this little box of jelly beans. Okay. <laughs> and it was it was Harry Potter jelly beans, so I was saving them. I was like, it was a birthday present, so I'm just like, I'm just going to keep this little box of jelly beans forever, even though I don't like them. But I couldn't find my passport. So I sacrificed this box of jelly beans to the fairies. And I basically set up a ritual circle, put the belly jelly beans in the center of it, left, and when I came back, the jelly beans were gone, and so I started searching for the passport, and I found it in the first spot that I looked, that Damn. I already looked at, like, 20 different times. Uh-huh. So the fairies hit your passport. <laughs> the fairies took my passport, and they wanted the jelly beans. <laughs> so after they got the jelly beans, they brought the passport back. Rude. So are they, like, a mischievous band, I guess? Fairies? Um... It's just, like, it's it's another terminology for, like, deities, spirits, yeah. beings. Uh, I wouldn't say necessarily. No, yeah, I probably would say, yeah, they can be mischievous, but they also can help. You just have to know how to, like, keep them in line. Like, you're supposed to feed the yeah. house fairies and feed the house brownies. And if they take something, you give them something else. They just have to be entertained constantly. Yeah. So you said house fairies. Does that mean, like, they pertain to that area or like that house so like when you move into a new house there's a new set of fairies new set of fairies so the things that could appease your old house don't new apply to story. this one. oh man yep 
what you gotta do is find the tiny, tiny door that they come out of, and you just barricade that <laughs> shit. Oh my god. <laughs> I wish it was that easy. <laughs> no, uh, and whenever, like, moving into a new house in and of itself is, like, a whole process, because you have to cleanse the house, uh, seal the windowsills and the doors, sweep the evils away, and then basically feed the fairies before you yeah. can even bring all of your stuff in. And you hope that you feed the fairies something that they like. <laughs> Do they eat just food, or can you feed them, like, another passport? Like, items. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always feed them something that I eat. Whenever I'm eating something, they get a little piece of it. Yeah. A little sacrificial meal for them. So you're always pouring one out for the fairies? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't pour out too much, you'll drown them. <laughs> no, they're pretty resilient. They'll just steal my passport again and make my life hell. Yeah. As we wind this down yes. on this spooky Halloween night, Ooh. is there anything that you want to tell somebody that maybe is looking into getting into it, doesn't know what to do, besides well, don't buy a one, two, three book <laughs> for it? Don't buy a one, two, three book. Um, find a coven, and Wicca and witchcraft are two separate things. Witchcraft doesn't have rules. Wicca is a religion, so it does have rules. So if you want to get into the Wicca religion, like find somebody that knows that. But if you want to get into witchcraft, I would say find somebody that already practices it or find a coven to find yourself. Yeah. Like, never pick up a uh, how to be a, a witch for dummies. <laughs> how do you find a coven, though? Like, do you just go on Google and be like, covens near me? <laughs> I mean, it, it couldn't hurt, but a lot of the time, <laughs> like, they have um, witch stores, witchcraft stores. There's a term for them that I'm just blanking on right now. Yeah. But a lot of the time, people there kind of know one another it's just about finding someone that knows someone it's all about finding the community yeah exactly <laughs> kind of i'm sure you could even like google like established witches that actually do make some kind of career out of it yeah like honestly yeah <laughs> and then they could you know offer advice and lend their expertise that way yeah honestly not right. not not the fake ones we're gonna we're gonna close this book before Mary blows up on him. Let's sacrifice this soundbite to the fairies. Please tell your friends about us. Help us grow our audience. Get some more interviews like this on our podcast. Do you want to be on our podcast? We'll interview you. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. We release weekly every damn Monday and sometimes a Thursday. Oh! If you have a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, that really helps us out. Uh, you can also find us and friend us on social media. We are at YMBTOAP on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to come check out our Facebook page and be sure to check out our YouTube page, which we finally figured out how to use. Are we getting that shit on there? Hell yeah. Uh, and if you want to hear some more cool topics like this, or if you think you have a topic that you want to talk to us about like this, you can email that to us at YMBTOAP at gmail.com. Please give us your listener mail. Tell us all this kind of shit. If you are Wicca or or, or practice witchcraft, write into us and let and let us know what you do. Like, that's cool. Unless you're sacrificing dogs, I really don't want to hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> Our theme song is "The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn" by Farage. It's very spooky. I recommend you check it out on YouTube. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get that answer to the burning question, are leprechauns actually real?
We had one more important sound we wanted you to hear. Boo!